welcome to Simone J. I'm Sydney. I'm Shu. And we are doing a listener suggested topic. All right. Here's the thing. Look, I was bummed out about this topic. I couldn't even bring myself to really do any research. It's, it's, it's depressing to me. And it's all speculative, but that's what we're, we're here to speculate. Much like, okay, I know a lot of people love Dr. Drew. I do not like Dr. Drew because I think that it's professionally irresponsible to speculate and diagnose patients that you have never actually interacted with or treated. Uh-huh. And so, and I, I have heard that a lot of psychologists have issue with him because he does diagnose things that he really doesn't like why are you diagnosing someone you don't know anything about yeah but tonight he did love line right yeah and then went on to do like the couples rehab shit on vh1 yeah okay cool and i kind of hate him because he's friends with michael lowen uh who's a fucking maniac yeah and if you're a michael lowen defender just like get out of my face but also a lot of the shit that dr (laughs) drew says is like outdated clinical research because Uh he's been in media um, for 20 he just years thinks his white hair is so fucking cool yeah and like i would hit it okay i would fuck it up <laughs> down and side to side i would let dr drew eat my ass okay he has a md after his name like what am i gonna do not let him eat my ass you know what i'm saying yeah totally no, but that's, he also sucks yeah but that's actually not what the show is that's about not what we're talking about tonight i was just all of that <laughs> all of that was to say that we tonight are playing the role of dr drew where we are assessing a situation that we don't really know a lot about. Yeah. It's like just goss. Yeah. It's just, it's a just supposing. It's a just supposing episode. And <laughs> I like that neither of us can bring ourselves to say what the episode's All about. All right. Guys, ladies, gents, brace yourselves. Because tonight on this podcast that you're listening to right now, we have decided to talk about Drake. Is he grooming children? <laughs> is Drake a creep? Yeah. Not children, but young adolescent gr- women. Yes. Ladies. So here's what happened is um, he. Yeah. Like Sydney sent me a text and it was an article that was like Millie Bobby Brown and Drake text about boys. Yes. And. Um, someone sent it to me and okay, based on the news alone, like, I don't think it's particularly weird that two celebrities have met and she's 14 years old, Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things, 11. We know who she is. I don't think it's particularly weird that two people in the same industry met and, oh, maybe he has like a fatherly feel to her and he wants to text her when she has questions about boys or dating or life or career because he was a teen star so yeah he was on Degrassi he could know what you know he could he could actually be a good resource for advice on growing up in the industry and staying successful yeah that's true she's also friends with Adam Levine I know that because she went in she rapped Cardi B's part. Oh yeah, I at heard one about of their that. concerts, she did really well. Um, Cardi B loved it. So, I love Cardi B. Um, 
<laughs> Breaking news. She's great. Yeah. Um, but here's where it gets weird. So people freaked out. Oh my god. Why are they talking? This is so inappropriate. Why are they texting? What made it to me weird is Drake is 31 or 32. Millie Bobby Brown is 14. No big deal. He's giving her life advice. But Drake currently has an 18-year-old girlfriend. And that's where Mm. all of a sudden are his interactions. Because, okay, his 18-year-old girlfriend is a model named Bella Harris. He met Bella Harris at a concert two years ago when she was 16. And she's probably mature for her age. Her dad is a... Her dad is this guy named Jimmy Jam, who's a a legendary music producer. So she grew up in the entertainment industry. She's a model. She's done ads for Forever 21 and Fenty and shit. I'm sorry. What kind of name is Jimmy Jam? Did you say Jimmy Jam? Dude, he's a black guy in the 70s in the music industry. Jimmy Jam's a perfectly uh, Flava Flav. You know what? You're so right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which is a name that I've heard before. So I think he might be, it might be true that he's a big deal. But so she grew up in the entertainment industry. She's a successful model. So she probably is kind of mature for her age. But is it weird to be dating an 18 year old that you met when they were 16? Because like, remember, that was like William Control's thing is he would meet these girls when they were underage. And he would stay in touch with them and give them advice on their boyfriends and shit. And ne- be very, very careful to never do anything until they turned 18, which I think might be grooming. So now people are saying, well, he's dating an 18-year-old he met when she was underage, and now he's texting with this other underage girl. Is Drake a groomer? Yeah. Well, why don't we read about what grooming is? Yes. From the Wikipedia, our trusted source. Our trusted. Yeah, because I don't know what we it don't is. know. What's right. grooming? What actually is it? So I have looked up child grooming. <laughs> Which is so much different than dog uh, grooming. Yes, because when you just put in grooming alone, all that comes up is dog grooming. <laughs> just <laughs> FYI, if you're trying to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to get the answer you want just from grooming no. alone. So you need to put the, the child aspect yeah. in there. Um, it is befriending and establishing an emotional connection with a child and sometimes the family to lower the child's inhibitions with the object- objective of sexual abuse. Yeah. So child grooming is also regularly used to lure minors into various illicit businesses such as child trafficking, child prostitution, or the production of child pornography. Huh. So are we talking about the same thing? Yeah. I think that's what we're talking about. Because that's why you know that I am controversially a Woody Allen defender. Um, Yes. Because, backstory, Woody Allen and Mia Farrow weren't married. He adopted... He wasn't Sunyi's adopted daughter. Mia Farrow adopted Sunyi with her ex-husband. Yes. And so... And Sunyi thought of that uh, ex-husband as her father As figure. her father. And she w- recently did an interview. Oh, I know. Oh, shit. Um, so, Woody Allen was dating Mia Farrow. They lived across the street from each other. 
but he did know Soon Yi when she was a child. So even though they both claim nothing happened until she was an adult, and people will say, oh, well, isn't this a, an example of true love? They've been together at this point over 20 years. Um, other people say, well, no, because he still groomed her. Yeah. Um, and they treat it like, oh, she was this vulnerable child and he groomed her into this person. And that's why they're still together. I don't know that that's true, but that's what that's what people who think mm-hmm. it's creepy is, is like, oh, he groomed. He took this adopted foreigner and groomed her to be his child bride. Right. Um. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's a very controversial. I don't know. Parker Posey talked. She kind of glossed over it in her uh, book because she w- was in a few Woody Allen movies. Yeah. She's just kind of like the heart wants what it wants. I yeah. don't know. I um, mean, they both seem very happy. So, yeah. I mean, she she's never left him. Yeah. But, but that doesn't really mean anything either. No. So here are some signs of grooming from the NSPCC.org.uk. What's NSPCC? I don't know. It National... just came up in my Googles. Wait. National Sexual Predator. I'm sorry, but we just Instagrammed what a good pod dog Frank was being sitting on his pillow. Ruined it. And now Frank is losing his throne as ultimate pod dog. Ruined it. You're a real ruiner, Frank. You had everything and you Frank, threw it all away. are you being groomed? Let's find out. Oh, fuck. Okay. If a Frank or a child is being groomed, mm-hmm. they may... Be very secretive, including about what they are doing online, which I think this is a big aspect of the Millie Bobby Brown Drake. It's like a lot of online texting. I think that's why people think it's weird because it's not like he's hanging out like they're not working together. They are texting. And when people asked her like because she said he gives me advice on boys and stuff. And the interviewer said, like, what advice? And she said that stays in the texts. Yeah. Weird. But also not weird. Yeah. She might just be being a teenage girl. I don't want people to know what advice Drake gives me. That's true. Because then you do get into, when you're famous, you get into the issue of saying too much. Uh Uh-huh. And then the other person involved gets upset that you are, like, revealing everything. Yeah. Or it's just, like, stupid stuff that, like, the more you talk about it just makes you sound dumb. That's true. Okay. Well, they also may have older boyfriends or girlfriends. Okay. They may go to unusual places to meet friends. Okay. They may have new things such as clothes or mobile phones that they can't or won't explain. Oh. Like, where'd you get that outfit from? Uh, Nowhere. They uh, could just be hiding their shopping addiction. It means maybe Stacy gave it to me. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, they may have access to drugs and alcohol. Okay. Um, in older children, signs of grooming can easily be mistaken for normal teenage behavior, but you may notice unexplained changes in behavior or personality or inappropriate sexual behavior for their age. Okay. So be on the lookout, guys. That's it's dangerous. Huh. Yeah. So that's how if you think your child might be being groomed, that's how you would tell. Yeah. 
they're being secretive. Maybe their boyfriend's a lot older. Their girlfriend's older. I think they that, start showing up at home with stuff that you don't know how they would have bought that for them. I think that's the biggest sign is who the fuck bought that for you. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I have an article here about Millie Bobby Brown pushing back against criticism. Oh. Did you read that one? Yes. What'd she say? She says basically like you guys are being fucking ridiculous. Um, and I think she, I, don't, I can't remember. I, I read several articles and they all had more or less the same information. Um, oh, here's what she said on Instagram. Why you got to make a lovely friendship your headline? You guys are weird for real. I'm lucky to have people in the business extend their time to help me further my career and offer their wisdom and guidance. I'm very blessed to have amazing people in my life. You don't get to choose that for me. It's nice to have people understand what I do. Now get back to talking about real problems in this world other than my friendships. Jeez. I feel like this was a lesson to her to become more secretive. We talked on the Beyonce episode about how Beyonce never talks about anything. Yeah. And it's like, well, after years in Hollywood, you probably learn to just not say anything because everything gets misinterpreted. So maybe it is an innocuous friendship and people on the Internet are going insane and saying, lock him up. He's a predator or whatever. I mean, and first off, there's no like not even any evidence. People are fucking jumping the gun on yeah. this situation. Um, it just reminds me of when I was a little girl and the neighbor boy mooned me because mooning is funny. And my parents freaked out and like sat me down and was like, you were sexually assaulted. Oh yada, yada, yada. Like this kid's a fucking pervert and a degenerate. And like he probably heard about mooning from some stupid police academy type movie, you know, or yeah. Animal House. And he mooned me and they made it into this sexual thing, which it is not. Because I, I would argue that mooning is 100% asexual. Yeah. If you bend I feel like everyone goes through phases when they moon. Well, yeah. And like you might bend over too far and show off your jennies, but that's an accident. That's a novice mistake. <laughs> but mooning, I think, is inherently... It's funny. Yeah, it's funny and it's not sexual. But right. my parents made it to be this huge sexual thing and it was like... Y'all got to calm down. Yeah, like, that's crazy. So I think that's what the internet is doing with this situation. I'm not saying that it's like normal. Right. But also Hollywood isn't normal. It's so not. When you're a kid on a show, you work with all adults. You're surrounded. She's most people now. Like you don't really become an adult in the workforce till you're like 26. Right. Because you have to take fucking forever to finish college. And so it's like. She at 14 is has a full time job and doing school and is living this very, very, very adult life. Um, you know, days on set are long days and it's a serious thing. And like so I, I would think that when you're a child actor, interacting with adults is less weird than if you were just spending all day at school and then a 31 year old wants to text you advice. Yeah. So totally. Yeah. Man. When I was, like, 15, going on 16, mm -hmm. I dated, like, a 24-year-old. What? Yeah. Stop. No one said anything. How did you meet the 24-year-old? Um, Because I would party at the apartment next door to ours, 
um, to where I live, next door to where I lived uh-huh. with a bunch of college guys. Like me and my high school girlfriends would go to their house and party with them. They went to school out here. Wow. I know. The more I think about it, I'm like, I think I was groomed. Well, I definitely, <coughs> I definitely made out with some inappropriately older people because mm-hmm. I used to take the bus down to Mill Avenue, which used to be kind of the cool college strip. And I would hang out with the gutter punks and stuff and like, or at the goth shops. And I, I remember being like 16, 17 and I would make out with guys who were like 23, 24, mm-hmm. which I don't think is appropriate. It's not. But at the time, you don't think it's inappropriate. No, because like, you're like, I, I was like, oh, I'm in college, so I'm more mature for my age. So it's totally okay that I'm, you know, blowing this dude who's in grad school. <laughs> I go to community college. I'm an adult, uh, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh in hindsight maybe not so much right yeah i thought i was really cool but the way now i think i know that it was inappropriate is that i would only ever let guys finger me and i would never want to do anything else and i'm like that's such like (laughs) that's such like an adolescent thing you know what i mean like if you're a college guy with a young girl and you're like all she ever wants to do is like let me finger her (laughs) but like (laughs) i I mean to be fair did they try to have sex with you um or did they did they not try to have sex with you the one i'm thinking about he didn't but then he had sex with my best friend because i'm thinking did they only finger you because you were underage i mean prop oh that's a good point because i because it's maybe that would maybe that was it that's a decision on their part to not cross you know a boundary. What? I kind of respect that more. I mean, or it's <laughs> them knowing that they're doing something wrong and they're having a limit with it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I just know that we were always partying with guys that were way older than us and we probably shouldn't have. No, I mean, that's how because I I used to always party with older people because when I was. 15 I was a senior in high school and then I had friends who had boyfriends who were 24 and those 24 year old like a 24 year old and an 18 year old maybe not so bad but those 24 year olds had friends who were like older than them yeah and so I would be at parties as a 15 16 year old with people who were like darn near 30 you know yeah um but I mean that is how I ended up getting raped is that me and another teenage girlfriend were hanging out with older guys and ended up at this guy's recording studio and other people left and like we was just me her and this guy who was like 30 oh no and you know like that's not okay right but like everything along the way because it was so normal to us because we always were getting drunk with older people yeah we didn't see signs of danger we get Mm -hmm. drunk with older people all the time and then this one particular time, like, he, we're all drunk. He and I start making out. He jokingly locks her out of the apartment. Yada, yada, yada. Right. Like, and so I think because I was just a kid that, like, was like, I'm mature. I'm used to partying with older people. I didn't see the sign of danger that I do as an adult where I'm like, no, you're a fucking child. You should not be getting drunk with old people. Yeah. Like, I know. I feel so lucky that I never got into one of those situations Mm because like even though 
I was always with older guys and there were some sketchy situations. Like we went to this one party in Tempe and we decided we wanted to leave. And um, my cousin who's with me came into the room and was like, dude, one of those guys is like fucking with the car. And so we like went out what? and we're like, what? We're like, what the fuck? And they're like, we weren't doing anything. And we're like, you know what? This is weird. We're going to fucking go. And we ended up getting a blowout on the way back because they had like let air out of the tire. Are you kidding me? And then he admitted later that he let air out because he thought that we would like get a flat and have to stay there. Oh, my God. Yeah, which is, like, so fucking creepy. That's so creepy. And instead, we got a blowout on the freeway, and which was, like, really scary also. Oh, my God. Um, but other than that, like, I never felt, like, taken advantage of, yeah. even by the guy I dated, even though now I realize that was a really weird, sketchy situation. And, like, I shouldn't have been dating someone in my 20s when I was in high school. Yeah. Um, But I don't feel like he ever took advantage of me yeah. in the sense that I'm like emotionally scarred by it or anything but but I do look back and I'm like man that's fucking weird like someone should have said something maybe but yeah like no a parent or something I guess like, like asked questions or they don't know what questions to ask or they don't have yeah. a clue and it's also like how right. there's only so much your parents can tell you. Your parents can exactly. tell you all the time. Don't hang out with older people. Oh, there's so many situations where I'm like, it wouldn't have mattered if anyone said anything to me. I would have still done what I did. Because you think you know everything and you think that you are mature and you're the one right. exception to the rule. Well, and also when you're a teen, it's like you decide that you decide if you want to hide something from your parents or not. Yeah. And you like. It's easy to go out of your way to hide things and make it so that no one ever mm. knows. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you have to deal with that later when you're like, oh, that was maybe I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, no, that was weird. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways. But then I was like, I, I was like, can people groom adults? Because I think about people who are like mentally ill. We talked about yeah. it in the William Control episode where... He picked people like because children have like a harder time. Like they don't know the world. They don't understand the world, whatever. Um, they don't have the agency of an adult. And then I was like, yeah, that's kind of what William Control did with these chicks who he picked chicks who had like depression, who had like some mental health issues, who were vulnerable. Right. Much like children. And so I was like, oh, can you groom adults? Because totally. I, I think, think you can. I think you can in that sense. And I feel like um, in the sense of like catfishing. Oh, yeah. You know, like online pretending to be someone you're not. Like, I don't remember what I was listening to, but this lady told her story about how she, her husband had left her and she was already in her like late 50s. And she met this guy online and they started an online relationship and she felt really close to him and it lasted for like years. And she was just like, I love this person. And then, you know, after like two years, he was like, I've, I found myself in a financial bind after two years. He was playing the long con. Yeah. Um, and so long story short, he ended up stealing like thousands of dollars from her. Because she gave it to him. Wow. Thinking he was someone and he was a totally different person. And she was like, I trusted him. Like we had like to me, that relationship we had was real. Uh-huh. And um, I just this past week had to tell a friend of mine that they were being catfished. What? So 
I have a friend who is developmentally disabled from a head injury. Mm -hmm. And they reached out to me to say, hey, this girl I've been talking to, I met on an online dating site. She is kind of freaking out because, like, she wants us to be official BF, like, boyfriend, girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Um, But we've never met, and I think that's weird. And I was like, yeah, that is weird. Yeah. And he's like, let me just send you, like, where does she, I go, where does she live that she can't just meet up with you? Like, why can't you guys go on a date? And then you can see where things go. And he said, oh, well, she's doing a mission in Africa right now. But, you know, when she comes back, we're going to be together. And so I was like, "Um, that sounds really far-fetched. I don't think that's real. And then he sent me pictures of her profile. And it's like this beautiful girl, like just perfect. Right. And the messages was basically like they'd only known each other like maybe like less than a week. And it was like, I just I don't know what to tell you. She's like, this is crazy. I've just never loved anyone like this. And I just blah 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 and I can't wait to be with you and I felt so bad you know being the one that had to tell him like hey um this isn't a matter of like she's pushing you to be her boyfriend and you don't know her but she's not real right. and I don't know I don't know what the game of this person is but this is a catfish and he's like I was thinking maybe but blah 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 because like you know he's Right. Loneliness. It's a hell of a thing. Yeah. And so I felt so bad having to be like, no. And he's he's like, so what do you think I should do? Um, Do you think I should like tell her to wait till we meet or whatever? And I was like, no, dude, like you need to not talk to her because it's not a real person. Yeah. And it, I felt bad being the bearer of that news. Like, right. I know you thought like, oh, this beautiful girl loves me. And like, no, sorry. Oh, that's I oh, know. That sucks. Ooh, do you watch that um, show, uh, Sister Wives? No. Because uh-uh. one of them got catfished. Really? Yeah. But how, wait, explain to me Sister Wives. Aren't they all married to the same dude? Yeah. And one of this, so it's this guy, he has three wives, and one of the wives only ever had one child, uh-huh. and her kid's like gone to college now so she's an empty nester and the other two wives still have a bunch of kids that are like younger mm-hmm. and she's just feeling really lonely and kind of separate from the rest of the family because I don't know she was she was like isolating herself but she just wasn't really feeling it yeah she started talking to someone online who said they were a dude and they became very close and she would have conversations on the phone and stuff well, then it turned out that it was a woman and she was like blackmailing her and was like, you give me this money or I'm going to tell your family. Like, blah, blah. Oh, the she, financial extortion. Uh, she ended up having to tell her family and come clean yeah. that she had this relationship. And oh, it was That's like intense. a thing. That's a thing these like yeah. webcam girls will do. And then they'll be like, if you don't give me all this money, I'm going to tell your wife. I have all these screenshots of you beating off. I should do that. (laughs) I mean, it's not. I would never do that. I I believe in karma too Um. much. But um, yeah, so maybe Drake is catfishing Millie Bobby Brown. (laughs) Maybe Millie Bobby Brown is catfishing Catfishing Drake Drake. and being like, oh, "Oh, yeah, I'll totally be with you once I turn 18. And then she's like, sucker, I got all this free career advice. Yeah. 
I also, mean, she does seem super mature, and maybe it's a she British thing. She has a boyfriend, too. No, they broke up. Oh, they broke up? They So they would post, like, these really ridiculous pictures of them, like, like kissing. making out, right? And be like, moonlight under the stars with Bay or whatever. But they broke up, and they had to issue a public statement saying, you know, we're still the best of friends, like, yada, 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 but we're not together anymore because they were so public about their relationship. Yeah. And so I think that's probably why Drake is giving... So... If Drake is a, if Drake is a fucking groomer, he is preying on her. This is her first breakup with her first ever boyfriend, and it's right. very public. And so, what a time to swoop in and be like, "I'll give you man advice." Because one of the things like the groomer can do is be like, "No, you know, he." This story you just told me, that's him not knowing how to take care of you. Now, what I do for women that I date, you know, and just kind of say. I know how to take care of women. This guy didn't. You don't know because you're young. But yeah. Whatever. So, uh, yeah. So they broke up. And oh. that. So Drake didn't start texting her until after. Weird. I know. Does she. Did she take all her pictures down with her boyfriend? I don't know. I oh. Months ago, I fell down a rabbit hole. of a just mi- A Millie Bobby Brown hole. Well, they were talking about her on page seven. And then I just. Right. And yeah. then. Yeah. I ended up watching all these videos on her Instagram because she's like talking about charity stuff, but she looks like, what is the actress that I think she looks like? Natalie Portman? No. Oh. Uh, older woman, um, character actress in the nineties. Uh, I'll, I'll get to it on an update, okay. but she looks like, a, she looks like a grown adult woman and she has a very mature way of conducting herself on account of being British. Yeah. So those British. Yeah. So serious. Well, I mean, or just they know how to use words. Ooh, I know how to use the English yeah. language. Ooh la la. No, that's true. They do. I've been watching The Crown lately. Oh. So. Now I'm falling down a Queen Elizabeth wormhole. Oh, you can't get out of it. I can't get out. Help. I was, Help, I'm minute. turning into an Anglophile. <laughs> Where you say, help, I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> that is what I was going to do. I simply can't. <laughs> um, we, we were supposed to bring up that also Drake is from Canada where the age of consent is 16. Yeah, that's true. So maybe it is different to Although him. I would say even still, it would be creepy for like a 30 year old, 30 something year old and a 16 year old to be together. Well, even if that age, the age of consent, I feel like that means... Like a 16 and an 18 year old can date. Yes, because that's the thing is people have gotten charged and convicted as sex offenders because they were 18 and they were sleeping with their 16 or 17 year old girlfriend and her parents sued. Like that right. does happen. And the girlfriend's like, I fucking hate you, mom. Me and Tommy are going to be together forever. Yeah. And and something that people don't think about is like when, um, you know, teenagers like do sex and stuff and yeah. they if they, you know forward it or send it to anyone um they can be charged and convicted of uh, uh child pornography yeah because it is still a child even if you're the same Oof. age if you're 16 and you sh- are you know put pictures of your 16 year old girlfriend's pussy on the internet that is distributing child porn danger well i want to know how many 16 year olds in canada have like 30 year olds picking them up from high school because right. that's kind of hot i'm not i'm like is it? I mean, it is. If it, yeah, if it was in like an 80s movie, I had that 
old guy picked me up from high school one or two times. Yeah, you're like the coolest kid in school. Uh, is that your dad? No, it's my <laughs> boyfriend. Like, this is all like a role playing. He scenario. buys me wine after school. Yes. We call it Jesus juice. <laughs> <laughs> I am just kidding. I didn't date Michael Jackson. Shoe did not. Breaking news. Shoe did not date Michael Jackson. That was not Shoe's older uh-huh. boyfriend. <laughs> Uh, all um, right well i mean so drake maybe a creep maybe not a creep <laughs> no, i think we ended up talking more about catfishing but who cares we're listen um, things are lines are blurred what's right what's wrong are we even in reality is it all a simulation is this a video game that i'm about to wake up from at any moment i mean we don't know we don't know i do like to get stunned and think about that though just like Sometimes I'll just lay on my couch and be like, oh, wake up. Oh, wake up. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, bitch, you awake. You're here. You're in it. You're in it. Guess what? This life's too cruel to be a simulation. Well, I mean, I mean unless there's multiple simulations running at the same time and like some of them have like are less cruel. Or, I don't know. Oh, that's true. I don't know. It's just uh, what's that Tesla guy's name? Elon Musk. Yeah, he just was talking about how like our our world there's like too many like heartbreaking aspects to living and mm. being alive for it to be a simulation. I mean, if it was, it would be like more gratifying. I don't. But she's, like, she's well, one uh, have you played theory. Oregon Trail? Because that shit's heartbreaking. I've never played Oregon Trail. Oh, but if I did, I would probably get um. What what is it that everyone died? Did I have diphtheria? But then you would say, as a kid, you died of diarrhea. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, yeah. all right, everyone, we go to the Oof. computer lab two times a week, and we play Oregon Trail. See, we never did that. You're I don't younger know than why. me because you had better computers. Okay, you didn't have a bunch of like. Uh, like I'm trying to think screen. what we did because um, I feel like we did you probably had typing class we had typing class I remember one time we made like an animal in paint mm-hmm. and then like wrote a story about it yeah paint wasn't around when I was in school okay. that is like oh. that's how that's why it's weird you know they there are people pushing to say like millennials is too broad of an age range because there's such a cultural difference between growing up with a computer in the home that's and true. not a computer in the home so, like, when I had computer lab class, there we did not have MS Paint. We literally oh. had floppy disks with oh, Oregon yeah. Trail on it. Okay. And that's what we would My play. aunt's computer was like that. Yeah. She had this cool castle game on a floppy disk yep. that I could never get the hang of. I had an alien math game, and you would solve mm. math problems. It looked like Space Invaders, but you had to solve math. To uh-huh. Like- that sounds fun. It was pretty fun. I'd give it a go again. Yeah. You know? I know I still miss my typing game where like the faster you're in this haunted house and there's a ghost bothering everyone Uh and the faster you type the more scary things the ghost starts (gasps) doing like you start typing and he's like just kind of like wiggling a curtain but then when you go full speed he's like throwing apples and turning pots and like pictures are flying off the wall i really feel like that was a defining moment in your life as an adult who does computer stuff for work and like spooky stuff like this really it groomed you it groomed you i was groomed (laughs) i was groomed to work in an office (laughs) 
The cruelest thing that could have possibly happened to me. Uh, you were groomed to be the office goth girl. Oh you my had God, no it's choice. So true. I know. I told Deacon the other day. God, I. You know, sometimes I just get up so upset. My parents never sent me to an art school because <laughs> I really did have those parents that were like all about like you have to be on the road to becoming a professional so yeah. that you can have the best life you know like art is for dummies that was there was get no, the fuck out of here i had that exact upbringing yeah where it was so. like there's no value in that you need to have a, a career and if yes. you're not like a doctor or a lawyer or like a, some sort of professional like you aren't shit exactly um so i grew up wanting to be a secretary oh you achieved it. Hey, I got my own office now, baby. Woo woo woo. Um. So yeah, yeah, you know, maybe we're all being groomed in some way. Yeah, but don't let it be by an an older adult for sexual reasons. Unless you want it to be, I'm not. And if you're consenting, if you're at the age of consent, then do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. If you're not, just fucking chill out for a minute and think about it. I think the thing about grooming is it's unconscious so if you were if you were like i want my daddy to make me do things like that's conscious but it like the but if like someone is like basically if you're down on your luck and someone's like oh i'll take you out and help you apply for jobs i'll buy you a new wardrobe for your job interview and then next thing you know they're fingering you or like that okay so i I mentioned last week to listen to the hidden brain about the why now that fucking guy he dated okay he well he raped his son's girlfriend his his son dated this girl all through high school they broke up they were in college so he sweep swoops in and is like oh well you're a writer i can get you internships in writing um let me hook you up at this workshop like gave her all these professional opportunities and was like come work at this writer's workshop that's an amazing opportunity that no one else in your position would get because you're just not there yet. Yeah. Um, and then he gets her there and ends up sexually assaulting her. Oh, no. And it ends up being this ongoing thing where he would put her in a position to be basically somewhere in her career where she would never have gotten without him. And then he would sexually assault her. And it became like this really weird situation where she like said she would freeze and like sometimes just like let it happen because she didn't know like what the fuck is happening and why is like i'm crying she said she would freeze and she would cry um and he would still go ahead and you know have sex with her um but it was this thing where he knew her for her whole adolescence and teenage years and young adulthood and was like oh come over to my office and like help me edit scripts and like she's like i'm just enamored to be with this famous playwright writing and doing things and there's a trust and a connection. And then next thing you know, he's on top of me. Oh, that's awful. And he had a history of doing that. He would groom them. Oh. So, yeah, if you, like, are in a vulnerable spot and someone's, like, offering you all these great things and you can't believe, like, oh, my God, I'm getting these things. But then you feel forced or obligated to do something sexual. You know, don't let anyone be nice to you is what I'm saying. <laughs> Don't let anyone give you anything. Yeah. And if they do, just say, thank you. Can I have the receipt? I'm done with you now. Yeah. Goodbye. Accept gifts, take receipts, and shut the fucking door. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I just feel like sometimes people do, they do things for you uh, 
because they want something in return and sometimes that something is sex yeah and i mean i i feel like it should go without saying but just in case like you don't have to have sex with someone just because they give you something yeah like that is never necessary no sex should never be payment for something someone's giving you Unless you're in a relationship with them and you want to fuck them. Well, I was going to say, unless it's a clearly defined situation. Well, yes, if you're a sex worker. Yeah. But otherwise, you should never feel obligated. No. To be like, oh, well, they took me on this nice vacation, so I should have sex with them. Oh, they got me this job, so I guess I got to have sex with them. Like, no. No. Don't do it. Just don't do that. If they don't know how to be nice out of the goodness of their own heart, then fuck them and they can die with blue balls. Totally. And as for Drake and Millie Bobby Brown, like, I really hope he's just a mentor to her Mm -hmm. and they're just friends. Fingers Um, crossed. You know, because I would hate to have to ruin my brother's time seeing him next week and just calling my brother and saying, protect, protect my oldest niece because she's 16. She's the prime age. Yeah. And if Drake sees her at the concert, he just might snatch her up. Yeah, we don't know. Um. I don't want to have to ruin their time no, like that. No, don't do it. So, so everyone just don't just don't do bad things. Yeah, be good. Be a good person, please. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, please be a fucking good person. Yeah, just at, at least just like generally nice. Um, most of our listeners are cool as fuck. And yeah, they so, are. Uh, hopefully, um, you know, no dick bags out there. No dick bags. Um, although if you are a dick bag, you might not know it. But I hope you realize it. Yeah, I hope this show helps you realize if you've exhibited some dick bag like behaviors. Yeah. And you can reform yourself. No dick bags in the fan. No. We'll kick you out. Yeah. <laughs> Vanished for life. Oh, have a happy hump day. Um, bye.